Welcome to the Dwayne's World Podcast, uh, where today I have uh, my co-host is Jenny Fredericks. We're going to talk about critical race theory. Um, have a good time. There's also going to be a new commercial uh, from my beer review buddy, Charles Brunel. Uh, stick around, and we will be right back with that. Today on uh, Dwayne's World with the Booze and Blogger, I have another co-host. Like I promised you, we have changed our format around today. I have Jenny Fredericks, who is an amazing comic from Toronto and uh, mom, former mortician, and the most hated person on Facebook. No, <laughs> the person who's been thrown in Facebook jail more than any other person, and I don't get it because she's such a nice, sweet girl. Uh, welcome to the show, Jenny. Hi, thanks so much for having me. So we're going to talk about, we're talk about uh, CRT, critical race theory. So how about you tell me what you think, what it is? Okay. So, okay. So uh, the most common rebuttal that you get when you talk about critical race theory is people will say, that's not critical race theory. That's not this. And they're trying to separate them all. And it's just, you know, it's a gaslight basically. Um, what CRT is in the legal sense, it was a legal theory about how, uh, and that's where white privilege came from, right? That um, if you were white, you had certain privileges in the legal system. That's what it was supposed to be about. But let's say wokeness as a whole is, <laughs> is, is, is that's, that's the best thing to call it, it is, is based on a lot of these critical theories. Um, and they're all kind of mixed together. Intersectionality, it's the same person that created CRT, created intersectionality. Probably the biggest name in CRT right now is Robin DeAngelo. You've heard of her? Yeah. She's got that white fragility book. Yeah. So now they've started to distance themselves and say, no, she's not critical race theory. She's critical whiteness theory. And, you know, it's just all these are trying to just semantic games to try to. Uh, and the other thing that has happened is that they're trying to reframe it as teaching history, meaning that, uh, which if I was against critical race theory, that would imply I didn't want kids to be taught about slavery or Jim Crow or any of the ugliness of the past. And it really has, one thing has nothing to do with the other. Um, it, when it gets to the history part, um, I, see, I'm, I love history. It was one of my favorite courses when I was in school. And yeah. yes, it's unfortunate that there is the shitty part of history, um, but, I do think it's it is pretty important to teach because like I mean like where did we come from what did we do I mean they're get because especially now in the US they're getting rid of all these um uh statues right of general lee and all these other people and kids it went a little overboard yeah you know. but of course they got to washington and lincoln and lincoln yeah i know <laughs> and that's the thing and it's like we we teach them about World War One. We teach them about um, like the voyageurs and and the um, clergy coming in to Canada and transforming the savages. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so why can't they continue to learn about slavery and Jim Crow? Because like I said, it's so important um, that they, they get it right. They, yeah, and they can't, and that, that's not CRT because, okay, let's say history was the word they use is whitewashed in the 60s probably, right? Mm -hmm. it was, they, they didn't dwell on the bad things. But since then, certainly since Roots, right? Yes. We've been talking about all of it. Yep. Bad thing. So CRT is just something that has been in public schools in the mainstream pretty much since George Floyd died. So it's not about wanting to, you know, we've taught slavery for 30 years. We're not, nobody wants to stop that. Maybe one guy does, but like nobody seriously wants to stop that. We still want to talk about those things. CRT is more about how the U.S. or Canada or Great Britain or whatever is irredeemably, systematically racist, meant to keep people of color down, and it has to be, the whole system is bad, the whole system has to go, it has to be dismantled. And the people will say, they're not, te it's, a, it's, a, it's a legal course for law school, they're not teaching it to five-year-olds, and that's true, they're not teaching, five-year-olds don't know what critical race theory is, but they are having five-year-olds talk about their racial background and whether that makes them an oppressor or oppressed and this kind of language that's what's happening in the public schools and uh like i said and that's just pretty much since george floyd that has been how they're treating it um so right and so if, that, yeah. that also goes along with um critical legal studies too, right? That's what you were basically getting at was the fact that all our systems are set up to benefit the white. Um, but I think, I don't think it's set up to be for the white um, because it's more set up for the wealthy and the powerful. Um, yeah. Because there are a lot of poor white people that this oh, yeah. like, and uh I've often heard them say that they're trying to make there be a race war so that there is, no, they're trying to cause a race war so we don't have a class war. And I think that that's, and I think that's true because, um, yeah, there, I, I think that, I think that obviously there was systemic racism, you know, Jim Crow, those were racist laws on the exactly. book. Yep. I right? went through those yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, um, yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, there's, yeah, as a legal theory, uh, I think that's fine. I think it's fine to have a discussion, but there's also a lot of, like, they'll say nobody's teaching CRT in public school, but I can show you there's like 20 textbooks for grade school teachers about how to practice CRT in their lessons and talk about privilege and talk about oppression and talk about all this stuff. So, you know, there's, there's like, it, it, it's weird that, it, and then, okay, so they say it's not happening, it's not being taught, and so they try and make a law banning it from being taught, and then they panic, and they say, no, it's the most important part of school. <laughs> like, it, it's, 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 it's a gaslight, they're just trying to confuse everybody. Um, but weird shit's happening in the school, that's, that's the bottom line. It, it, right. it, it, it's, it's weird, cultish-looking stuff with little kids that we're hearing that we did not hear two years ago, so. What I'm seeing, um, from what I'm seeing, like I, I went back and I and watched a whack of YouTube videos, and this is I, you know, we thought it was a little weird when we first discussed this that two white people are going to talk about this, but um, a lot of the videos and a lot of the uh, people getting pissed at this shit 
are people of color. They Absolutely. don't want it. Like, Absolutely. Get at the school boards because they're teaching, like, you know, this thing. Um, the worst, to me, the worst part of the whole situation is, is they figure black people should always consider themselves underdogs and, because you're never going to get your way. Well, without that, um, we don't have Hank Aaron. We don't have Jackie Robinson breaking. Why would you bother trying? The game's rigged against you. It's impossible. Why would you even try to do well? And there are a lot of black parents that are saying that. There are black. Uh, there was one black man at the school board saying that he descended from. He knew exactly which plantations he came from and everything like that. He said, "I'm not oppressed. My kids are not oppressed. I don't want you telling them they're oppressed because it's it's defeatism." But. Uh, it's especially the Asians are taking it really hard. And a lot of people think, a lot of Asians think that the rise in Asian hate crimes is because of this CRT, because because they do so well over here. Um, and uh, since CRT thinks that things like hard work and merit and uh, nuclear family structure, they're calling all that stuff white supremacy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Okay. So at Asian families, uh, you know, they, they tend to value all those things as well. So even though they're minorities, they're also oppressors under this theory. So it's, it's not, it's not good for anybody that I can tell. Uh, it's, it, it uh, it's, it's, it's a horrible way of looking at the world. Well, like me. I read, um, part on this because I wanted to study up on it and, mm -hmm. um, they're trying to basically because basically they are they're trying to make it a race war not a uh but all this is a construct of social not biological like i mean this is all due to uh wealthy you know you got your one percenters or whatever and it is it is a construct of the social and not the biological i don't think um i grew up with people of color and they didn't do any worse than in fact a lot of them did better than what i did and i know that was probably just racist for me to say that which yeah. i think is also ridiculous well it's just because it's making us compare the races it's forcing us to all compare the races which is so unhealthy to begin with but yes uh you know it has a lot more to do with socioeconomics and the schools in the you know more ghetto areas and you know there are things we could do to solve that but just yes. calling just calling everything systematic systemic racism isn't helping anything it's not they're not helping poor people they're not getting you know teachers and tutors and 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 people in there to help they're just calling uh the whole system racist and if you want to say canada is systemically racist there, okay, yeah, there's a lot of evidence for that, like what was happening with the residential schools not too long ago, except at, like for right now, it's systemically racist compared to what? Every country is systemically racist unless they don't have any, unless there's no multiculturalism, unless they don't have anybody of different colors in that country. Every country has a very racist past. Exactly. Britain has a racist past, Canada does. Every country does. Where there are different colored people living together, there has been racism in the past. Which so, which is garbage. Um, yeah. I, I just, I just hate the fact. The biggest one that pisses me off on this is that um, basically all white people are oppressors and all black people are oppressed. That's explicitly that is a shit. 
that yeah. I've never heard in my life. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and you're know, putting this between children that are best friends that are colorblind, like I say, colorblind being the theory where everybody's treated the same. Right. You know, my kids are like that. We were doing better than we ever have with that. And it is putting this into uh, children's minds to racialize things and to feel inherited guilt and to all this kind of stuff. And they're not, it, people, people, like I said, it's, it's, um, there's not as many mixed race marriages and stuff. It's really driving people apart. Uh, we had this sense of unity. We made all this progress. We were all Americans together or Canadians together or whatever it is. And this is all about splintering us off into little groups that uh, resent each other. That, uh, you know, just telling everybody that I've had such a free ride, they're going to resent me and stuff. And they don't know. What well, I've they don't through. know. I, what I've, had, not, I've had no, I wish I had a free ride. I wish my white privilege yeah. came out and gave me shit. Because I tell <laughs> you, I work my fucking ass off. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm in stage four heart failure. So yeah, where's my white privilege there? Like, I mean, I'm getting, I get the same ailments everybody else does. And I've worked my ass off to get where I'm at. And nobody's trying to bring us together by saying that, by saying that everybody has these problems and everybody has these struggles and we're more alike than different. That's something that's become politically incorrect to say. And that's crazy to me. That is what you know, so CRT, it's the opposite of Martin Luther King is what it is. It, it says that being liberal and us all being one, that's not good enough. We have to do this big reverse racism thing to make things more equal. And like the studies show race relations haven't been worse in 40 years. So it, it is absolutely not helpful. And I don't remember this much turmoil growing up in the 80s or in the 90s. I do not. Re I, I understand. Yes. Um, but I mean, for the most part, I'm seeing white on white crime or white on or black on black crime um, more than I'm seeing white on black crime. Um, it goes down to like like I mentioned, you mentioned George Floyd and it goes down to the police shootings. And I. I listened to that guy you suggested, and he said that, you know, 55 cop killings and 13 or 19 of them were black. So that's not a, that's not a color thing. That's just a. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's really, it's really this narrative that um, racist police uh, are out to get black people and black people are under existential threat in the United States. And Coleman Hughes is the guy he's a, he, that we were mentioning. He's a black guy. He's so smart. And I enjoyed him. Yeah. yeah, he's really broken it down to how most of this is not true. Most of this panic is not true. And when I started looking into it, all the white people, because I really believed it, that, that white people were not getting killed by the police. Only black people were because the police were racist. But I looked into it. There's so many white people. There was a white six-year-old shot by cops. Okay, that did, you, you never heard of him. We don't say his name. It's nothing. So they're giving this one-sided narrative, and black people are, of course, feeling like, you know, that 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 this is only happening to them. If they were showing both sides of the story, we would be able to talk about it. We'd be able to but say, we're not allowed to talk better. about that side. No, we're not allowed to talk about that side. But to me, it's immoral. To let the, if this is a lie, 
to let this continue while it's breaking everybody apart. It, it doesn't seem right to me. And it doesn't make me popular. Nobody wants to hear it, but... Yeah, that's know, why you are here with me today. As far as white privilege goes, I, I can I can admit in certain circumstances it does exist, but I don't think it has any value to be being discussed between five and six year olds or seven and eight year olds. Oh, no. like that's for, it's for law school. That's for law school. Even the way that it's in the mainstream and you have white people calling each other privileged all the time. It's completely stupid. It's gone. It's not what it was originally intended for. And uh, yeah, I think it's really harmful that to, to start kids out on that foot, you know, that they have to either be guilty or resentful of their friends. And it's, 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 a bad, it's just a bad scene to me. So, um, you know, people will say I'm white and I have no reason talking about this, but I, I want us to all get along again. You know, I want society to be, uh, you know, it's had this huge drop in race relations. I, I, I no, you know, I want that gone. Maybe I'm I'm it's white, but I still want that gone. I don't want us thinking in terms of race about everything anymore. I, I don't want idols, that for white people or black people or any people. All my idols are black for the most part. Yeah, like, yeah, like, black Americans. Their culture is spread. You know, where you're not allowed to talk about the progress, right? Like the yeah. Artists with their music and everything completely taken over the world. There's a there's a lot of progress. There's so much progress, but they want to say that still doesn't matter. America's still racist. It doesn't matter if you're not, but it doesn't matter if you're married to a black woman. You're still racist, and you have black kids. Doesn't matter. You're still racist. You you uh, voted for a black president twice. None of that matters. You're still racist. You'll always be racist, and and that's really how it is. And you just have to spend your whole life trying to, um, you know, uh, atone. It's religious. It's like a religion. White privilege is like original sin. It's very, it's a real, it's a religious thing uh, that has been taking, that's why I use the word cult, because everybody's just saying these slogans over and over again. And, and it is, it's, it's a lot like a cult. I, I get it. I'm totally with you on it. And it makes like, I do, I don't, I mean, even saying like that saying, well, I can't be racist. I got black friends. Well, that's not racist either. There people say that's racist, but it's yeah. not, how's it racist? But do people not realize what racism really is? Like they don't. plan racism? No, oh, no, the words of the, 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 it's been beaten out of the, the meaning have been beaten out of the words. Uh, no, they don't know uh, what it means anymore. Um, and, and, and also like white fragility, right? That's when, you know, you tell a white person that they're racist and that, but that's just their normal, that's just any human's defensiveness is it'd be like, no, I'm not, they don't want to defend themselves. I'm not racist. Look at how much I love uh, you know, my black children or my black husband, you know, they're trying to defend themselves like anybody would when they're being accused of something horrible. So there's, there's no right answer. There is a Kafka trap. There's no right answer that you can say that will satisfy them to say that, okay, then you're not racist. They just believe that you always will be no matter what people, people, uh, and they, I mean, people who subscribe to this ideology. This ideology oh, is bullshit. Okay. So, um, yeah, so this critical race theory, like I said, it started gaining steam. I noticed around 2017 that, that this right. wokeness thing, I mean, 2013, that this wokeness thing was changing. And it sounded racist to me, all this anti-racism. 
sounded mm -hmm. racist, right? Um, but I have heard uh, critical race theory described as white supremacy with a guilty conscience. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's basically what it is. I don't know if you, I think I showed you, there's a sketch, uh, Ryan Long and Danny Polistrup, they're from Toronto, they're doing really well in the States. They have the, a sketch where one of them is woke and the other one's racist. And it's supposed to be hilarious how much they actually agree on. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of the same thing. And so like, the uh, one guy is uh, the woke guy is like, oh, there's just so much white privilege. And then the race is like, yeah, it is a privilege to be white. So, <laughs> you know, it, it is kind of it is kind of like backwards white supremacy or something like that. So it's uh, yeah, it's a real step away from the MLK uh, vision of yeah. his dream. And it's all about um, your race is the most important thing about you. Yeah, basically. see, that's funny, eh? Uh, yeah. We took uh, Martin Luther King's I Got a Dream to Martin Luther King's I Got a Nightmare Now. <laughs> That's what it is, right? Um, you were yeah. mentioning in math, like the school, the school's teaching um, critical race theory in and around, not technic not technically teaching it, but they're... Yeah, not directly, not right, technically. They're subverting... You know, um, and you mentioned um, once before about math. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, um, uh, here in Toronto, I got an email from the school a little while ago saying that um, they recognize that math is um, inequitable and there's inequities and it's Eurocentric and basically that math is white and they want to do. And, and, I, and I tried to write to them. I was like, show me first of all you know it's not math can't math can't be white if it's anything it's 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 asian it's ancient i don't know what it is it's not white it can't be white and no. i was like do you, have, do you have any like you know is, is there any studies that say that and there never is there's never numbers or plans to go along with it because in critical race theory they place lived experience way above stats and facts and figures so if they're wrong, they'll be like, yeah, but my lived experience. So basically the bottom line is if um, black kids and Latino kids aren't doing as well in math as white kids who are not doing as well as Asian kids or as well as Jewish kids, that basically that the whole thing has to be racist or else we would all be getting the same. Anything would be racist if there's a disparity where um you know people of color aren't doing as well and like i said they pick and choose which people of color because asians really get the shit under the stick because you know right. they, it, it's all between black and white um for some reason and they don't they, they don't count so to me if it to me if if black kids and latino kids um and and i'm assuming that this is in um you know poorer areas in the states aren't doing as well as at math we would get in tutors we would get in you know, social workers, we would do something about it instead of throwing away math. <laughs> the things that they have called white supremacy these last few years are ridiculous. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, I, I watched something from like 2016 when this was just starting to come about and there were these professors and they were saying that like, you know, the sociology department, wokeness has taken over all this stuff. They're like something precise like math or like science, that's pretty safe from all this shit. 
you know, because these are, these are, but it went fast. It was three years later, math was racist. Yeah. Yeah. One plus one has never changed to me. Uh, I don't know. They're saying saying it's white supremacy to uh, want the, to want the right answer. And that two plus two can equal five. If you think the way it's so ridiculous, it's absolutely ridiculous. And you know, uh, and if I were a black person, I would absolutely be offended by this. I would be absolutely. Yeah. To me, it's so patronizing to, you know, um, I don't think there's second class citizens anywhere. And if there are second, sure. Well, okay. There, if there are second class citizens, it sure isn't a color thing. It's a brain thing. No, well, yeah, yeah, you know, well, it has a lot to do with income. Um, uh, you know, they can break down by race, which races spend the most time on homework at night. I'm not, uh, my kids and I, I'm not a tiger mom. We don't spend that much time on it. I, they're not practicing the violin for six hours when they no. get home. So we don't work that hard, but it shows the amount of time that they spend per race and low income and high income and high income kids study harder and better. And like, to me, I don't know, I was never trying to have my kids get A pluses. I just wanted them to be happy and whatever, you know, but um, those, so if, if high, uh, if higher income people are succeeding more at math, you know, they were probably, uh, they probably got rich because they were very productive and they're probably passed that on to their kids. And, and, and that's the difference. It seems to be about the amount of work that we put in. So, you know, and, uh, I was never trying to keep up with the Asians. <laughs> like, I never tried to keep up with anybody. The only thing I said no. growing up was that I wanted to do better than what I grew up with. Yeah. And that's, I think, what every person, you know, every kid looks back and sees any struggle that their parents saw had, and they yeah. just want to do better. So you just want to do better. You don't you know it's it's everybody wants that for their kids right and you know and and you know it, and like i said i i don't think that uh you know studying for six hours every day and getting into harvard and stuff that's not something that's for everybody that's a big sacrifice right big sacrifice. yeah you sacrifice your childhood so if you want it and you want to work that hard i believe that anybody can get it um regardless of color but um they, but why? they don't like that answer they, they, they don't like the answer. Um, yeah. I also read. I also read. Um, or read and watched on YouTube how people of that believe in this crap. They also believe there should be two sets of laws. One. Yeah, I, I can't remember where I read it, but it was they, basically that's what it was sounding like. Was that okay? We should have a set of laws for these people and a set of laws for these people it's it's terrible it's terrible it it just breeds resentment the more rules you make for one group and not for another group the more actual racism is going to bubble up back back to the critical race theory um i we might we barely touched on this too but you did talk about the kids in school and how about and how um how the the kids are being taught because of critical race theory kids are starting to question, you know, having to question friendships between, you know, um, different, different kids. Um, my, my 
I've told you this many times. My theory is, is that kids are perfect until a, an adult ruins that and says, no, they're different. Because you go to a playground when there's little kids, kids of every color run to each other. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a New York Times article right after George Floyd that was a plot. It was by a black man, and it was called, Can My, son, Can My Children Be Friends with White Kids? And basically, the gist of the article was, no, they shouldn't. They can't. And it was applauded. It was the opposite of Martin Luther King. It was absolutely applauded. And I was like, what is going on here? Why isn't, where are the grown-ups in the room? Why isn't anybody trying to, you know, bring down the temperature yeah. a little bit? Because, you know, uh, it was, the, the tension was ridiculous. So it, it gets applauded to say stuff like this. Um, that is, it's not true. And it's I leave think our kids family. alone. Leave the yeah. kids out of it. Yeah, and and they're basically they're coming right out and saying that they don't think that you know what parents think matters. That it's up to the school to teach what they want to teach. Oh, that's a crock of shit too. Because uh, we're not going to get into the whole gender thing. But uh, yeah, that's a crock of shit too. Like I just well, yeah, there's definitely they're teaching a lot of stuff that um, people don't know about. It, but they're basically telling parents to stay out of it. Um, and they've even gone as far, I, I got to find out, I don't know which uh, Democratic politician this was, but um, all of the parents that were showing up at PTA meetings and, and, and parents, like you said, parents of all colors saying that they did not like what was happening in the schools. <laughs> they called, um, was it Stacey Abrams, I think maybe? They called those parents domestic terrorists. Really? Okay, because wow. that's what the left does. That's what the left does. They demonize and they and you know, like they can't they can't really argue and say nothing is changing in the schools. Nothing is happening. Nothing's different. Nothing's weird. They can't say that. All they can do is say, if you don't like it, you're racist. You're and domestic terrorist. When I you're hear ad hominem. When I hear yeah. that, that, that quote. If, if you don't do that, you're racist. If you don't like this, you're homophobic. If you don't like this, you're transphobic. To me, that is the biggest loss of an argument. It's, it, to me, you've lost an argument because you can't come up with... Well, of course, yeah. That's, that's the whole thing with cancel culture. You, know? you don't have to persuade anybody. You just have to... It's, you know, it's heresy. It's heresy. If you say this thing, you're, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're bad. You're, you're bad, and I don't have to defend my points with you because you're you're just bad right and it, yeah of course it's not it's not it's not very sportsmanlike i have talked to a couple of my friends who have absolutely no idea what critical race theory is so this is going to open up their their eyes and let them know well, because they're lying about it they're lying about it that's why like i said they're saying that it means that we don't want if we're against critical race theory we don't want uh, slavery taught. We want it to be like the 50s where we make America look like the bright, shiny hero and everything. And it hasn't been like that for at least 30, 40 years. 40 years. Uh, okay, so nobody... Yeah, probably. That's what they're trying to disguise it as. There's a bunch of, you know, Republicans that um, just want to hear heroic American stuff and don't want to be, uh, don't want to talk about the bad things. And yeah, that's not it at all. I, I am absolutely amazed with you by how much you've actually put in the time to learn and you... I fell down the rabbit hole. I, I did feel compelled to really look into it because it, it was just so big. And like I said, right from around 2013, I, I wanted to understand what the hell is going on around here. 
what's what's happening with these kids what's happening on these colleges what's happening to comedy what's happening to the media right like the left and the right there's no unbiased news anymore so i just i really felt compelled to kind of figure out what the hell was happening because you know people were changing you know people, people and not in a good way no no i can't like i said i can't find uh, i can't find any evidence of good um but yeah the way people were thinking the way that people were intolerant to you know um if, if you know if you don't feel the same as me politically and if you you know you see it all the time right unfriend me if you're against yep. abortion anti-vax and the list goes on for 20 50 whatever and i don't and i was thinking i don't need to i don't expect us all to agree on all these things i don't need everybody to agree on all these things See, it's not my business for you <laughs> for me and you it's a rarity a rarity because we do agree on so much as well as some of my other friends but i mean i've seen memes that you've done and i went oh jenny <laughs> but that's I get in shit. you do but mm. I like, I mean, your friends are supposed to disagree. People are supposed to disagree. If you don't yeah, disagree, yeah. it's all like, how boring would world the world be? Well, it is very Stepford, uh, Stepford Wives-ish. I can, like, if you, if, uh, you know, there's certain woke people in comedy and, you know, I can tell you exactly what their opinion is on every single issue. They haven't said it to me. But I know what opinions yeah. go together, and I know that they don't change. I know that they don't disagree on things. I know that it's that's why I say cult. If if they think that you know, Dave Chappelle is going to cause violence and danger, I can tell you what they think about absolutely every other issue. Oh, uh, it, it is, it, and it's Stepford Wives. It's Stepford yeah, Wives. Yeah, it's just I don't like it. And if nobody gets the reference, go watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say that it's like diversity is our strength, except like you guys don't sound very diverse. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. So I've been sitting here with Jenny Fredericks. We've been talking about critical race theory. I hope everybody has enjoyed the show. I'm really, really happy that Jenny took the time to do this. By the way, this isn't the first time we've tried to get together. She's a very busy lady. Um, so, <laughs> um, and but yeah, we uh, I have. Absolutely, just loved sitting here chatting with you, Jenny. It's oh absolutely been amazing. I really do hope you come back. I, I, I will. Um, I hope that we don't get too canceled. <laughs> you know, I, oh, we're not I, going I, to. I, I, I'm not, not too worried, to. but it's always a worry. Uh, like I said, it's always. We'll it's see. Always shit. I, I, I hope that I haven't upset anybody uh, because you know I just tried to talk about it as I see it. Yeah, and that's trying to upset about you. All right, thank, thank you. <laughs> and thanks so much.